can't believe it. I'm dancing. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four dancing minutes at a time. I'm Robin, and joining us today from many podcasts is Tierney. Welcome back. Hi. I love how also I've lost my last name where it's it's just Tierney at this point. Like how many <laughs> how many Tierneys do a podcast that you listen to? <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I'm just Robin. I never really give out my last name either. So I'm always like respectful of people's privacy, but feel free to let everybody know your full name that. if you'd like. <laughs> no, it's just funny because um, I... I always said I wanted to be an author under the name Tierney Steele. So when I started podcasting, like everything's under Tierney Steele. I'm one Steele sister. Um, But that is not my legal name anymore. And so when people, like when I go to movies by minutes meetups and meet people, (laughs) I I sound like, you know, the Prince of uh, Rinaldi member of the royal family (laughs) with all my names. (laughs) Um, I like to cover my bases. Um, But yes, I am back. I am back for dancing minute. This is my fashion minute of the week. So I am excited. (laughs) Well, today we're talking about minutes 76 to 80 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with karate practice and end with karate parenting. Uh, We pick up where he left off on Monday with Miyagi clearing the floor for a special indoor karate lesson. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it... it sure does look like a nice little place for learning. You get the sun shining and the wind blowing through and, and those two bonsai trees set up. I, I didn't even notice that the first time until I started uh, studying these minutes that he's, he put a couple of bonsai trees up there. And uh, actually you have no idea. The last three movies, bonsai very much uh, a thing for Mr. Miyagi. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think I, I mean, even I said it. That's a it's tradition. A be- it, it, well, I think I said at the beginning of this movie, there's no bonsai trees in this, but I guess they're all, <gasps> there, there. They are. Uh, Ta-da! So, yeah. Listeners, <laughs> you heard it here. Sirens going off. Reveal, uh, reveal. There's a bonsai tree. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of room for karate. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do a Karate Kid Part 2 joke uh, uh, where uh, Julie's going to learn a lesson where she's going to try to punch Miyagi. He's going to dodge and she's going to th- uh, punch her fist through the window. And that's going to happen <laughs> twice. Okay. Uh, but sorry, I'm sorry that's lost on you, but maybe somebody chuckled out there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they bow and uh, they take their beginning stance. But then Miyagi's like, oh, this is new kata. Uh, so this is like a... Uh, I've been learning. It's kind of like a karate dance moves to help you get better at fighting. Okay. I absolutely uh, loved the, the, the karate waltz that he yes. invented. And I love the quote that he says, um, her grandfather said, you can fight, you can dance, you have good footwork. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. And actually that's uh, something I learned watching a behind the scenes on, wait for it. Dirty dancing colon Havana nights. The oh. prequel to Dirty Dancing, oh. set in Cuba, 1958, 59, I, however you want to decide that. Um, the actors in that, one of whom is Diego Luna, who went on to many things you've your listeners have probably actually heard of. Um, he, uh, the, the main dancers didn't come from a dance background, the way like Patrick Swayze had, but the dance coordinator for that movie said because they were actors, it was super easy to coach them because they were so used to being really aware of where exactly their body was and what it was doing that Mm -hmm. teaching them how to look like they'd been, you know, Latin ballroom dancing for (laughs) for the past 10 years was, was actually way easier. And she said, and so like, 
it makes sense that the footwork would carry over a little bit. And yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, if you're especially if you're doing uh, uh, like like uh, Julie's grandpa said, like you're you you know how to fight, you know how to. It's all choreography, you know. Especially mm-hmm. when you're when you're doing it for a movie and it's all fake. Uh, it's it's put your foot here, put your foot there. Um, this but seems yeah. like a solid way to learn how to dance to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because he's like, instead of uh, instead of like uh, uh, he goes, uh, you counter, which is basically like like I move, I'm leading, and you're and now you have to like kind of do the opposite of me mm-hmm. as well, and that's your that's your role, you know. And uh, I love the delight that Julie has when she realizes uh, she's been Miyagi because this is a thing, Miyagi. This is goes back to the first movie. Uh, Daniel Russo waxing cars and then realizes that he's been learning karate blocking techniques the entire time. Uh, so uh, painting fences, it's another blocking oh, technique. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Well, she's delightful. He didn't get to yell, <laughs> I'm dancing! <laughs> I know. She goes very, ch- it's very childish, yeah. And uh, I, I would say, I, I, I think it's lucky that uh julie reacted so well uh because miyagi really just kind of like moves in and <laughs> puts his hand on her hips and grabs her other hand and it's like I, I, she has you... to have kind of figured out what's going on uh, okay yeah <laughs> and okay. like there's music it's mm-hmm. a whole like let's let's <laughs> pretend that it's that she's actually really smart and <laughs> and she trusts him at this point uh and yeah. she's looking up to it. and they do leave room for jesus uh between them so yeah. Uh, the song, uh, by the way, is a nice little Karate Kid Easter egg, uh, which is cool. I'm, I'm glad you're new to the show because I can tell you Matt's heard this before. Uh, so Fascination is uh, is the song, and it's done by Jane Morgan, uh, who was born uh, in 1924 in nearby Newton, uh, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, in 1957, she recorded this song with a backup group called the Troubadours. And it became so big that every time Jane Morgan was invited to like a show or whatever, this is her signature song. That's okay. what she'd sing, right? Yep. It was on the charts for 29 weeks back in 57. <laughs> uh, and then 1959, you know, two years after she kind of hit big, uh, her manager died and she hired this new guy uh, who she soon fell in love with. She was 35. He was 22. But Ooh. after six years of, uh, you know, some – some romance. Uh, Go for they, it. <laughs> they they got married. Uh, she, she she was forty one and he was twenty eight. If you do the math, uh, she was too old to have children at the time, so they ended up adopting three daughters together. And this guy uh, is none other than the executive producer of all four Karate Kid movies, Jerry Weintraub. Oh my so, god! These two uh, remained married until his death in twenty fifteen. Uh, they were separated in the eighties, but she still worked with him as like a, he was a big producer and she was just, you know, she'd do a show now and then, but she was also his assistant. Like they remained good friends. Uh, they never divorced. Uh, they -hmm. stayed in each other's lives, but they just weren't together. And Jerry, the, like I said, the executive producer of these films put her signature song in three different karate kid movies. Uh, In part one, it's an instrumental. It's played during the if, uh, other people might know this, the Johnny Alley dance in Cino Mills Country Club. Uh, in Karate Kid Part Two, it's on the car radio uh, when Miyagi and Daniel are picked up at the airport. And now 
the, those both times both times were instrumentals and now here in the next karate kid we actually hear the voice of uh, the lovely jane morgan uh singing and he wasn't uh, just trying to like get royalties for the family was he <laughs> Oh God! You know, see to me, I, I was like, oh, he, he, I, I just think I, I'm I romanticized it as like, and and I have no solid proof. It could be either way. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, he was a very good businessman, very good producer and manager. Uh, uh, but I just assumed like he just loved her still mm-hmm. and wanted to kind of tribute, pay a tribute to her in his movies, you know. Um, and I will say, uh, Jerry, he died in 2015, uh, but Jane still alive and kicking, 98 years old, living in Maine. Nice. <laughs> yeah this is um this dancing really got to me because within 48 hours of me rewatching this movie to be on your podcast because I hadn't seen it in forever so I was like obviously I need to rewatch it and then the next day um I forget how we ended up but I realized my I mentioned I have a toddler on the last Mm -hmm. episode um, I have no problem saying that because he was a baby when I was making mash minute with we, Megan and I both had infants. <laughs> and uh-huh. so it came up because recordings got interrupted and it, it visited as they got older. So, um, so his life is just on a podcast. Um, he'd never <laughs> seen beauty and the beast. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, he's just old enough. Like he's just ready for Disney movies. And so we watched beauty and the beast and, um, the, that night I, he was in his room and he's like kind of twirling around and I hear him very quietly go beauty and the beast. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, my heart grew three sizes. Obviously then I had uh, to dance with him. I mean, uh, like, come on, I'm not a monster <laughs> here. And so just having these scenes and, and that like uh, the waterworks, began <laughs> the waterworks are starting in this minute and spoiler alert they're not gonna spend Pretty by much, the end of this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh. Uh, so uh and, and it's i just i to me i have this romantic story behind this song too so it's just like i don't know uh it's it's really nice uh and i again uh, we brought it up on monday but here miyagi is teaching her how to waltz I don't think fascination is going to be playing at this 1994 <laughs> prom. I was thinking like, uh, of like hot dance tunes of the early nineties and like cut to Eric and Julie waltzing to cotton eye Joe or Mike. I like to move nope. it, move it or the, uh, <laughs> this is a pre Macarena world. <laughs> oh, can, God. You, can you realize, think back. We <laughs> lived in a pre Macarena world. We had no idea what was coming. Uh, um, <laughs> And I will say, like, it is funny to me now, like, especially when people, you're going to be at the dance and someone's got on, like, the gloves and everything. And it's like, what, what was happening here with the fashion? <laughs> but yeah, fascination was not one of it. But um, I will say, so you really latched onto this song. I had totally forgotten the song that plays over the credits of this movie. And oh, I yeah. really hope that you and Matt will take some time. To pay homage at the feet of the greatness that is Desiree's You Gotta Be. One of the <laughs> greatest songs ever. <laughs> uh, spoilers, it's uh, one of those songs that uh, is like, I remember it being like a huge song. Uh, but to me, I was just like, 
okay, and now this song is playing. It was like, like all of a sudden oh. they're playing like Rick Astley. Like, oh, it is the 90s. <laughs> my my friends and I had a dance that we would do too. You gotta be. <laughs> like oh, really? a little choreography <laughs> to the song that definitely involved making fake muscles. And like, uh-huh. we were we were ready for the Spice Girls. They were They were coming down the pike. <laughs> It was going to happen. You got to be. And then um, Kiss the Rain was like a couple years later. Like there was just these massive hits. I don't know that kids today can appreciate how massive a hit a song could be. (laughs) Yeah. Songs aren't that popular anymore. They're streaming for a a weekend. It's a bop. And then they move on to the next thing. And and, and like kids, everyone would know it. Even if the grownups didn't like it, they were aware of it. Cause that's the thing. I'm sure there are huge hits yeah. that like a teenager knows about, but <laughs> I have no exposure to them in my life at all. And you have to understand, like, this is why your parents dance in stores because songs come on and they know them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> um, or like in elevators, like, Oh, this is a yeah. well, and that- song. Why is this playing here? That was another connection. I loved You Gotta Be, which was associated with this movie. And I loved um, the the music from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which also ends on an amazing song playing over the credits. And so it's like (laughs) the music, the girl power, and then the fashion. They are kin because, uh, first of all, Julie is wearing a striped shirt. We all own the shirt. I still, like, (laughs) the shirt might still be somewhere. And then the cutoff jean shorts. Uh Uh-huh. And her black, her they're not Doc Martens, but like they might as well be in our hearts with the white. It's close. With the white socks and everything. And right. um, then he brings out the white dress that he's picked out for her. Yes. And it is so reminiscent of Buffy's prom outfit. Oh, she's yeah. wearing, she's wearing like boxing boots. Hers are <sighs> white, but like the idea is there. And so like the boots with the white dress. Oh my God. Like it just uh, be still my heart. I'm like fanning myself. Like it's going to be okay. <laughs> I read that Hillary and Hillary's mom uh, helped out with the fashion, even bringing in some of her own clothes. And nice. so, uh, oh wait, no, I think I'm mixing up my trivia. That was Robin Lively in the last movie. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I but love. Imagine she did. <laughs> I love Julie's clothes throughout this yeah. film, and th- th- there was just a lot of like, "Yep, I remember that exact <laughs> outfit." <laughs> right, right. But uh, yeah, Miyagi uh, is great at birthdays. Again, you haven't seen the last three. Great at birthdays. Uh, okay. Uh, he actually uh, let's for for Daniel's uh, first outing and the first Karate Kid for his birthday, he got a new gi and a car. <laughs> Holy so, she, is good at birth- got, Wow. Yeah, she got uh she got a dress and Miyagi didn't die at the hands of an or not the hands Look, of an arrow, but you know, <laughs> point of an he's arrow. He's retired. <laughs> we also don't know how large a donation he made to the monks to let them That's stay. True. Yeah. Um you he's know also been he, child rearing. <laughs> he's a senior possibly living on a fixed income, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. these things happen. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, I just but- love this. So much. <laughs> and he said, she says, how did you know my size? And he just says that was very difficult part. And that's all we get. <laughs> all we get. Annette Miller saved the day. And um, this is why yeah. uh, I never want people to buy me clothes as a gift. Just give me a gift card. <laughs> it's, it's just awkward. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, this um, is too small. Did you do you think I was a small or oh, this is really huge? Did you think I was? I, I said not too small, not too fat. Uh, <laughs> the saleswoman didn't let me down, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. We don't see where Julie actually like runs back and exchanges it for the next size, so that <laughs> yeah. it actually. Fits I won't on tell her. you. Yeah, th- that's more believable. She's like, "Thanks, Mr. Miyagi," and then she's like, "I'm gonna go change this." Where'd you get this again? <laughs> I mean, and, and, and it even could be like, "Oh, this is beautiful," and then she puts it on. And she's like, "This does not fit." Because <laughs> I, yeah. I, as a girl, there have been many things where I'm like, "This is gorgeous," and then I put it on my body, and I'm like. Oh dear. No. <laughs> somebody else should wear this. Yeah. Yes. I feel the somebody same else should wear this and it will look <laughs> great on them. <laughs> I think gift cards are better. Uh, and uh, because I thought of that, I was like, when did gift cards come out? And uh, I assumed they were introduced by a clothing store. And I was right. It was, it's Neiman Marcus actually it was the first, hmm. I mean, there was gift certificates before, but the actual gift cards, yeah, they were sold by hmm. Neiman Marcus. And guess what year? 1994 was the very first oh, year. Oh, look at that, that. Gift cards were sold, yeah. Now, Next see, two I was big still ones, Oh, go uh, ahead. were Blockbuster and Starbucks, but yeah. Okay. Go <laughs> no, I was just going to say 94 would was absolutely the phase where So I have an August 94. birthday. So yeah. my my uh my grandparents' birthday present to me every year was a back to school outfit. We would go shopping. And the best for the years I convinced them to take me to Lord and Taylor's, which had a cafe on top with oh, wow. like chocolate milkshake. I would get a chocolate milkshake and go shopping. Uh-huh. And th- this was the air I can remember distinctly where all the moms and grandmas in line would be trading coupons. Like, <laughs> Oh, I can't use this coupon. So they'd give it to the next person yeah. in line. Like here, have a coupon. Uh-huh. And like, but, it, but they all had, it was like this amazing like marketplace <laughs> thing that I, I don't think happens anymore. <laughs> Um, so yeah, these minutes take a little bit of an emotional turn for those familiar with the franchise, specifically Miyagi's history, because she says, it's too bad. You never had a daughter, Mr. Miyagi. You Did he have a, a daughter? Parent. He had, his wife was pregnant and they were, uh, and he was off fighting the war, uh, in okay. world war two. And she was in an internment camp and, okay. uh, she ended up not having a successful delivery. So, Oh no. Yeah. So he, he is a very, like because of America's history with just deciding to lock up all the Japanese Americans. Cause who that knows, brings some know? weight to the first scene of this movie that I did he, not have as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's why he's there. Yeah. I didn't know he was uh, a Senator and I didn't know that about Miyagi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Miyagi said, then asks her to dance, uh, and he's like, uh, as a new parent, he says. So I like that Julie accepts, so she's like not disagreeing with like, yeah, you're my new parent yeah. now. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, I'm trying to look it up because I just saw, this is so unhelpful, I saw an Instagram ad for a news article about an art <laughs> installation that was taking... Fine, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm never going to find this. Maybe it was in San Francisco, but it was an artist who has taken photographs and blown them up like life size and made like almost like a 3D to look Mm -hmm. at. And then they were trying to describe that like they've also taken like Dorothea Lange, I guess, also took photographs there. And there's a bunch in a row because, you know, for you just click, 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 click. And they actually were able to put them in. So it so it's like a movie. Like you can see them oh, moving. Cool. Um, 
Oh, as you're walking and the perspective. Oh, that so, is... so it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, oh, this is like yes. the most unhelpful <laughs> recommendation on a podcast. I'm really sorry. But if that intrigues you, do some research. I'm sure like your listeners are very smart and can find, can Google things and right. hopefully find it. Yes. This, our installation is not good with uh, blocking her sword hand, uh, but that's about <laughs> as much as I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This was very uh, helpful. <laughs> I jinxed myself last episode. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, we go to, uh, we go outs- dance, we go to an outside, uh, crate oh. shot and we see them kind of dancing together. Right. Uh, and I, I like that, uh, uh, I, I actually zoomed in on the movie just to see like through the window. I'm like, cause they're saying lines. I'm like, Oh, this is obviously a ADR. They're not talking in there, but no, they had them mic'd pretty well. I, they pulled it off. Really well. Yeah. That's actually them talking in there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he, he says uh, she should call Eric and say, we will go to the dance. We go dance. We go dance. I really hope it is not racist for me to quote Mr. Miyagi because. <laughs> I think as these, long as you don't do the accent, that's this basically This movie really role. lays it on thick with yeah. the Yoda speak. And it's just yeah. like, sometimes that makes sense. But also, I know I don't know his whole history, but it seems like he's been in America quite a while mm-hmm. yes yeah he so left why? he left okinawa when he was like probably uh, a, a young adult <laughs> so, why <laughs> yeah. because it sounds better when he's doing lessons to not be like so uh you know you gotta wax on wax off you know <laughs> Hey, Rocky was a great movie. <laughs> and that's yeah. pretty much exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> well, uh, okay. People on this podcast have heard this before. I always think this is uh, a, 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 a funny little story. John Avildsen filming, of course, he, of course, made Rocky. Uh, filming the first Karate Kid. Uh, he's filming uh, Ralph Macchio on the beach. And... Uh, and they're asking Ralph how he was. And he says, Oh, I'm a little rock. It's a little Rocky. I'm speaking about the beach. And uh, John Avildsen was just like, yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> that's basically what everybody keeps telling me. <laughs> so, well, I know I will now think of Daniel as little Rocky for little the rest Rocky. of my life. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. They, they did. They had a pitch at one time to try to get the, both of them in a movie together, the Rocky and Daniel I Russo. Bet they did. I horrifying bet they did. Pi- uh, yeah. You know, I will say this scene specifically leaves open a kick-ass prequel movie that I would watch of Julie's grandpa and Mr. Miyagi chilling in France. <laughs> yeah. Learning to dance. It rhymes. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> uh-huh. No, no. In 1994, uh, white people rapped and it was embarrassing for everybody. So <laughs> I will not go any further than that. <laughs> Were they both wearing pants? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Cobra Kai has been such a success on Netflix that uh, they have talked about doing other karate kid universe shows and i believe one of them that's been rolled around is young miyagi like there are a lot there is a lot of missing ground if that they could be fleshed out love you as a podcaster <laughs> slash hate you as a podcaster <laughs> they will make the movie i have proposed of uh-huh. miyagi and julie's i guess it would be pierce even though it's weird. Her mom, her, her grandma calls her Susan, which would imply that Susan was the kid, but their peers is whatever. It's a long story. Um, right. Movie magic, whatever. Um, 
Steve Rogers should 100% run through the background. Because it's <laughs> oh, World War Zoom. II. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Captain uh, America. Oh, Captain oh, America oh. and the Karate Kid universes. Oh, yes, please. Should be. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and not have it be like Captain America isn't in this movie. But if you're paying attention, you 100% see Steve Rogers run across a background scene. Thus like melding the, the universes. Of uh, Julie's grandpa telling Miyagi to go talk to that British girl over there. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, walks up too. and then, then Steve's like, excuse me, he walks by, pushes Miyagi out of the way. <laughs> Any, anything would make me happy. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, Miyagi is just uh, saying that he wants to drive, but Julie's like, it doesn't work that way. So I guess... Uh, uh, and of course, Eric is in such love with his car that Julie's like, we already have a third wheel. Yes. All right. Car. Pun, pun pulled off. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was debating telling this story and I am going to tell it and don't worry. It's a quick one. No, my on. first school dance, like for my first formal, I should say that I ever went to that. I had a date. The date was my friend, um, my friend who was a boy uh-huh. and it in our school there was a Christmas dance for the juniors and a Christmas dance for the seniors, and he was a senior and I was a junior. And he said, "Oh, I, I, I think I asked him actually, like, would you go with me?" And he said, "Yeah, sure, no problem," because he had a girlfriend who was also a senior. He was going to the senior Christmas dance with her. He's already got all the stuff. He's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go with you." Like. <laughs> like please don't leave me alone he's like yes definitely no problem I did not I only had my learner's permit his parents were the parents who said he wasn't allowed to get his license till he was 18 guess Uh, who drove us to that dance uh, (laughs) his girlfriend oh boy his girlfriend drove me and my date to my first formal dance but it wasn't awkward because everyone knew that going into that situation (laughs) But did she pick you up and she was like sharpening a knife? Maybe no, no, no. Actually, <laughs> no she wore she got she wore like a little newsboy cap. She was like really excited to play chauffeur. She was like, "This is hilarious. I love this." Wow. <laughs> but yes, that I I did have I did I did we go dance my first my first time. Wow. Well, I don't know if you have anything else for these minutes, uh, but I think it's time for us to waltz on out of here. But uh, not before. I thank you for joining us again. Uh, Tierney, do you want to come back on Friday for four more Karate Kid? I will. I'm already crying, so I might as well keep crying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's Wednesday. We give our own plugs here. I just want to let everybody know. Send your feedback to karatekidminute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look for Karate Kid Minute. You'll find us. And uh, if you're if you're nice and uh, you like our show, please rate us on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you don't like our show, why are you listening? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure you if you you like us if you've listened this long. Uh, but anyway, until next time, Miyagi show you new kata. <laughs>